What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Four Square Podcast. As always, it's your boy Jeff. It's your boy Ranger Cowboy Alex. I'm just Lucas. This is your boy Ranger Cowboy Alex. Woo! Yeah! Get it up, baby! Hey, how about them no damn bar? Let's get Italy dang do. Uh, we like to uh, introduce our special guest. Uh, he spent a whole his whole life on a boat out here sailing the seven seas and out here joining mysteries and stuff. We like to welcome to the stage uh, Luffy. Luffy, hold on, one hold place. on. He is the ultimate liberator, Sun God Nika himself. Look, man, I just... <laughs> Luffy, we appreciate like you for taking the time like away the from your crew. It was a gift. And I wanted to wear it today. I appreciate you for joining us today, for telling That's us fair. the experience of being a captain on the Seven Seas. I appreciate you. I can't swim. Mugiwara. <laughs> I can't swim. No, really. Captain of a ship, I can't swim. He can't. He That's cannot the first swim. thing about not being a pirate. What not to do? He can't swim. No, he can't. He, the, you eat a devil fruit and you, like, it's like a contract. You eat the devil fruit and the sea turns on you. So, like, no matter how much seawater, you lose all your strength. Like, you just drown. That is insane. Yeah. Crazy. You can't, you, you, like, you literally can't move. Mm-hmm. Found out that even if you're a fisherman, you can breathe underwater. You just kind of sit there. Yeah. You just kind of wait. Yeah. Well, That's unsolicited. Crazy. Shout out to One Piece. One Piece is great. One Piece. Oh. Yes. <laughs> One Piece. One Piece is currently thriving. They have the live action that had, like, good success came out. Uh, the manga's going Did you actually see going the, the live action? I did. I did. He has not yet. I, I did. It. I I, was it actually good? It, looks it started off really, really good. I think overall, like, it. It did break the curse of like live action adaptations. They put a fuck ton of money into it though, which is the only way you could even get a fraction of anime potential. But um, my personal thing was like it kind of like got less good in the end, not because of like you know anything big. It's just they changed up a couple things to condense into an eight episode series. And okay, so it actually is a series. It's not a movie. No, it's a series, and it makes sense why they did it for like Netflix adaptation. Um, You know, it was just as someone who enjoys the. Manga and the anime it was different. There's only so much you can really pack into eight episodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, mean, they, they made. Uh, I'm sure they made sure to hit on the high points, right? Oh no, they did. Yeah. They did. They had a lot of like, like, like side by side, like frame. The the fight with Zoro and Mihawk was like almost like frame for frame, like okay. like equal. It was pretty cool. <laughs> what about line for line? Because you can't leave out the uh, word for word, ball for ball. You can't leave out. The, he, he said it. He, he he modified the line a little bit, but it was the same. It was like essentially the same. You know how it goes. <laughs> Dub the sub. You know how it goes. Yeehaw. So when they make that live action Avatar, I'll be, you know, a little more. I have high radical. expectations. I no, high Netflix expectations. is making an adaptation. Is it live action? Or, oh, yeah, it is. Live, it is live, live action. action. Yeah, yeah. They no. they've already done a couple um sneak releases. Of didn't they already do that? Photos. And didn't they already photos. didn't they already make exist. a movie? I don't know. What you, I don't know what the hell you talking about. No. They already made a movie though. Fake news. No. <laughs> no. That was a practice run. I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. I don't about. even practice run. It doesn't exist. Fan yeah, fiction. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> look, look, I know two things in this life. There is no live action Avatar Last Airbender, and the One Piece is real. Yeah. Look, if you go to M. Night Shyamalan's filmography, there's just a blank slate right there in 2010. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not yeah. there. If you see any images or like trailers or video clips or any posters, like, just take it like out. Really no. good, de- like really news. dedicated YouTubers. <laughs> it's fake news. Exactly. It's really great. But we're not here to talk about anime. You're right. What are we? What? But what are we here to talk about? Yeah, what are we talking about? Us bro? four men sitting at a table together talking about here today. What I is for- a man? Because I forgot. How yes. dare you assume my? Ge- Let me stop. 
This is how we're actually going to transition into the topic. And you talked about me last season. Yeah, okay, Alex, you just... You know, Alex, the, the, the most important lesson when digging a hole is learning when to put the damn shovel down. They talk about me. And Keep my on digging. We're going to make it in China, boy. <laughs> I was, about to, I was about to say, give me a shovel, boy. I keep digging. We don't keep digging. Grandpa, I'm tired. Well, that's too damn bad. keep digging. If you did not know that reference, you were not born in the 90s. You didn't have a good childhood. Shit, that movie oh, yes. is 20 years old now. Shit, that book. Are you man? serious? Oh, three. Even older. Books even older. Holes, holes is a classic. Books Watch even holes. older. But yes, watch holes. All right, let me stop, let's stop getting into tangents. We are we are here to talk about though, essentially, like if one blatant question, what it is to be a man, and like that's a very loaded question, especially in this day and age. But right. truly, like it is an interesting question because you hear that. Okay, I will say one thing. You hear that question from a lot of people. You know, your first instinct is to get ready for some bullshit come out of their mouth. But right. truly, it is something that is worth talking about because. I think it's important to understand the dynamic of like how we like how men interact in society, you know, personal responsibility, accountability, understanding, and just like generally knowing your audience, knowing your environment. One thing I'll say, right, is with us here at Foursquare, um, I would say the relationship episode last season was probably our most popular episode. So if you haven't watched it, please go watch go it. Go watch it. And we're going to have a part two that's going to be the season finale. And one of the things that we decided to do leading up to that season finale, because we want some women's input as well, is what can us men do? Because a lot of the podcasts that have been going on for since the pandemic really has been one-sided when it comes to podcasts that are men-dominated. Male-centric. What can we do? to have our women feel more comfortable when it comes to relationships. What can we do as men to help them feel safe in their femininity and everything? And full like dis- full disclaimer, we are we are talking like we are mainly talking about like heterosexual men and women relationships. Yeah. And that's mainly that is because of our own personal experiences. I mean, we could we could talk about the, we could t- touch on the dynamics about other gender identities and sexualities, but the truth of the, the truth of the matter is um there are just some things that we are we, there are the things that we are more knowledgeable about and we understand more, but there are also things that we if we want to contribute to the conversation, we want to contribute in a way that we can help and not try to like, you know, stir the pot on things that we may not be. We're trying to make stuff better, yeah. and also just just on. It, it's based off of also Foursquare's idea. Our our motto is to change the narrative, mm-hmm. which is to create a more positive outlook on male dominated podcasts. And, and so we're, we're supposed to we're we're creating a safe space for us to have open and honest dialogue, and actually be open and honest and real with ourselves about these current topics and issues, and and also. The, the thing that I will guess is up about is that like we're not afraid to we're not afraid to correct each other we're not afraid to call each other out we we do hold each other That's fact. to a higher standard of like whenever we're saying something like yeah I say off the wall shit all the time but like when it comes to like real genuine stuff no like we we tighten up and we have a real honest conversation so I'm I'm definitely glad that we're able to to sit down and, and actually discuss this so for sure. Mm-hmm. You punks is sissified. All right, pops. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> pops. Damn, so pops. quick to pick up a gun. So quick to pick up a gun. <laughs> this is what makes you a man. 
And I'll say too to boost us up, like on Instagram, like for a good three, four months after that relationship episode in season two, sixty four percent of our followers were women. Yep. So they really like what we had to say because we're not toxic like that. We try what is toxicity? We try not to be toxic. You. What is what is toxic? <laughs> what, is what, is, what is toxic masculinity though? Okay, yeah, that's that's a good segue. That's that's the first thing. Yeah, yeah. Toxic masculinity. Ooh, layers like onions and ogres and cake. It has layers. I will start off with the first layer. A lot of that shit is ego. Okay. It is fueled off of ego. It fueled off of the idea of men being dr- being driven from power and domination and control. The male power a lot complex. Of men, most men, some men, thrive off of the ability, the ability of being able to dominate over somebody or oppress or feel like they have that edge over somebody. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times I feel like when they're able to, when they're always able to say like, like who's in, in control, who's in charge, they always like to emphasize that they're in control. A lot of that shit is just them being able to say, this is me, I can do what I want, and I dare you to say something about it. So a lot of it is all... It's all ego. It's all actually. You're not even thinking with this. You think it with this. Yeah. It there's also a level to it where, um, you know, it's one thing I've I've heard well said is you know this you know this world our society is is made is built for men essentially built by men for men. This is a man's world. It because hashtag Barbie. You know we it, it Kins <laughs> Kins uh, what Casa Dojo. Mojo Dojo, Mojo, Mojo, Mojo Dojo Casa House. Yes. Basically, what I'm what I'm getting at though is like it's an idea that you know we there are di- like there are difficulties associated with like you know just you know being a man, being a woman, being and having multiple different identities. But the boil down to it, like more often than not, men are given a lot of grace, slack, leeway. We're given a lot of opportunity to fail. And with like no real criticism or consequence to it, and a lot of you know attributing to the idea of ego is it, it builds up this sense of false confidence that you know men can do no wrong. Like they, you know, they are the man of the house. They have full say, full control of everything. Um, you know, male power complex, domination. It is you know they feed into this idea that because they are led to believe the world is for them, that they have no sense of accountability for other people around them. Especially, not men. Mm. Listen, man. I'll say this: CIA done did a number on this boy. It's men as a whole. Explain. All right, <laughs> I'm going to explain. Oh, we are so in the rabbit hole. Oh yes, sir. Yes, sir. What is All it? right. So, I think really the generation right before us, uh, millennials, they kind of got the effects more than we did, and then now it's kind of trickling down towards us. And our kids, kids, and the ki- and our kids, and our kids, kids, yada, yada, yada. But there was a lack of, well, how I think of toxic masculinity is, yes, there's huge ego, but with huge ego comes a lack of understanding of oneself. And when you actually truly understand who you are, you ha- you realize that there is both, you have both uh, divine masculine, Mm-hmm. which kind of is more defined, more so defined as like your logical side, like your analytical side, the side that you, you know, kind of make, you kind of want to base your decisions off of this side. But you also have the divine fem- feminine. 
and everything works in harmony. Your divine feminine is your emotional side, your side that allows you to be open and honest and feel, right? And a lot of men, they either have way too much of that feminine side where they act too rash, act too irrational because when you have too much emotion, you start to act a little bit out of, out of pocket, out of reason, you know? Um, and that's where you see a lot of these violence, violence, violent moments. But I'm going to use black men especially just because that's something that I see prominently. You see a lot of these violent moments because a lot of people can't control their emotions. And I can kind of, you can kind of attribute that. And why I said you can, the CIA did a number on us because we lack a lot of father figures in specifically our community, not to leave you out, Lucas. But okay, now I know what you're getting at. Yes. You have the lack of lack of father figures in order to teach us. Once he started to go into that route, I was like, okay, I, I see exactly what he said. In order to teach us how to actually think rationally, but as well as be able to feel. And that's what we get from, you know, being able to feel is what we get from our mothers. Mm-hmm. But being able to act rationally and make good decisions, we get that from our fathers, which we lost. Well, I won't say we all lost, but you know, there's very a lot, a lot of people, a majority. Lost. You know, it's vast majority. Funny enough, I that one part at the end is like, ah, I don't necessarily dis- disagree with it, but I think there's like a little bit more to it because I don't. I think that part of like evolving society in our generations is redefining gender roles within like you know families. Like there, like there is an idea. If you ask people that you know didn't grow up with a mother or a father, or like for example. You can you're not necessarily like you know deprived of anything so much like yeah you're deprived of having like missing that obviously but you know what if um, you know to the best of their ability like you grow up with a single mom your mom does your best to like fulfill the role of like teaching you how to be a gentleman how to be you know how to like, be strong but also be vulnerable so it's like the idea that a father is responsible for like certain things and a mother is responsible for other things, but they can't mix and mingle. I don't know. I feel like that kind of limits us in our growth a little bit. No, I wasn't saying, I wasn't trying to say that at all, uh, but there's, that, there's a, there's a boundary that, you know, certain people can reach. Like it's not there's, to there's say only that so much that you can be taught. The, but okay. So to your point, okay. So there's the argument of like, you know, a mother can't raise a boy on how to be a man. It's like it's some people would say that, you know, single mothers can only raise their boys to be a good kid, but a father is needed to raise the boy to matriculate into manhood, into adulthood. Some people will argue that that is true and some people will argue that it's false. Well, like you and said, I, there's a lot of nuance. There, there's, there's plenty there's, of nuance. There's a lot. There's a lot of. Gray but also, here. also, I want to also point out that we're, one thing that I want to also also recognize is that. Finger. From our perspectives, just that. A, a factor that I could say that, that that has worked is that all of us, yes, we were four straight men. All of us were raised in a space where we both knew both parents. We were, um, some, of, some of us were raised as only kids. Some of us were raised as siblings. But we do recognize that there is a difference between people who are raised with one as opposed to two. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, you yeah. It, it's not so much like like a responsibility thing. Like like when my parents, they they would mix and mingle like the lessons. Like sometimes like my mom would take like more like traditionally paternal like lessons, and my my dad would like teach me certain things. Like you know, part of it is like in the scope of what their parents are capable of personally. So, 
and like it's a big impact just having them there. I think the big the biggest impact really is just like having presence. them. The presence, exactly. Like I must say, we're kids. Kids are kid. Thing it's is, sponges. from kids, kids do a phenomenal job at learning. If you're a kid that doesn't learn, they absorb things. everything. You, they their take are in everything, everything that they're seeing. That's why sometimes when you just see kids just stare at you, it's not that like they're staring at you to be weird. They're they're just trying to figure you out and figure what who you are. One thing I will say, um, when it comes to, because I know Lucas, you mentioned before how society kind of makes it so that dudes or like you know guys can't fail. I wouldn't say that necessarily. What I would say is I think they took the idea of idealized masculinity and then corporations made that into a commodity to sell that to you, which is why they'll say things like, you know, you need men need to wear suits and stuff like that and, you know, why you need to buy certain things, buy a watch or walk a certain way or do things a certain way so they can make a profit off of that. So as far as what masculinity and femininity is, I think those are innate, but the way we go about it is made, is is basically from corporations trying to make a profit off of these. So it's more than corporations, though. Like, think about it. When you, like, when you were talking, like, when you, like, let's say you get, like, you know, two guys, like, two people together, you get a guy, like, you talk about a guy and a girl, mm-hmm. and you talk to a girl, you, you teach her, like, you know, oh, you know, careful when you go out, don't go out alone, watch out for, like, dangerous men, watch out for this, watch out for that, like, be... You know, they're teaching you how to, like, defend yourself against men, but you don't often get, like, it feels like be- there is, on the opposite side, a lack of teaching for the other side of that lesson, like, teaching men, you know. How to not be fucking creep. Exactly. Don't yeah. be a creep. <laughs> you know, how to, like, be, how to be someone that, you know, women can, like, feel safe around type thing. Like, how to make yourself, like, how to make yourself not a threat. And because because it, it's like this idea that like it almost sounds like you're putting responsibility on a woman's lap to account for everything and be responsible for everything, but there's really like there's just a general expectation like oh be a good guy be a good man, but there's no real lessons of accountability. There's, yeah, there's no there's no real definition of like how to there's no real lessons or and nobody's actually well, actively teaching. Because it's a personal journey. And they that, they'll give you this outline like I said, but also that outline is from corporations and stuff like that to a good amount of it is what I think. I do think it's also, but it's still it's still case by case. Even though it's still kind of very vague and generic, mm-hmm. there is a way on people to teach even with that. Like, for example, like, my dad never really, it's not that my dad never really gave me, like, a guide on, like, how to approach women or how to talk to women. Mm-hmm. My dad would just say, you know, you know, say yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, no, ma'am. Be a gentleman. You know, hold the door open for people. Like just general basic stuff. And then also, it's as a kid, I'm watching how my dad interacts with people. I watch how my dad interacts with both men and women, and just knowing how people just would gravitate toward him just based off of his presence. You know, he carries himself with a confident presence. He speaks very well. He's charming. He's charismatic. Like he knows how to like just appease people and speak to people. And that's something where it's just like, okay, so there's a way on how to speak to people and how to not speak to somebody. Because then when I watch people who are disrespectful, who are who are more aggressive. Those type of people, it's like, okay, so I don't want to do that, but I want to do this. Those things you can take as lessons. You know, with some, but those are innate traits, though. They are. It's one thing, the wording you said. That's not what I'm earlier. talking about. Earlier you said something, the wording I thought was fascinating. You were like, you know, like this idea that some people believe that mothers raise kids into like, you know, into young, like young people. And then the father 
is like raising the like that young person into a into a man so to speak and it's like i feel like that inherently like causes like pulls up a lot of flags in just that general way of thinking because it's like first of all <clears throat> no that's just, that that wasn't like my no, 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 perspective I know, I know, just, I, those are theories that are just i know it wasn't your perspective i know it wasn't yeah. your perspective i'm just saying like that frame of thinking the fact that like you know it's it's a thought like people have had that thought people have had that thought process it goes to show that the people do believe that is wholeheartedly true and mm-hmm. the problem with that that i see is one you get you know i i feel like without who who better to like help you understand you know how to like interact with in in the specific case how to interact with women how to like treat women how to make women feel like how you make women feel who better to teach you that than a woman like how to be teaching than your mom because more often than not it feels like your mom has been through that your mom because like I think that's why both are needed because you yes. need both perspectives. Yeah. Yes. A but mom, like my mom, yes. Like when I talked about relationships, I talked about I got my mom's perspective on how to interact. I got my dad's perspective. Although they're both useful, mm-hmm. it's not that I'm saying that I believe my dad's word over my mom's. I'm just saying that like I need both so that I can know how both think so that I can make the best decision off of learning from both. You know, some people funny. don't have that option and some people are only able to give one perspective. But people it's funny though, bro. Like you you had I mean you did that. I've never asked my parents about any relationship advice or anything. Yeah, me. Cuz I'm be honest with you. Like I the way I went about like especially like for relationships and stuff, I went about treating people Treating women, because I like women, of course. I went about that by treating them as people. Yes. Like, you're a person. Yes. Uh, and I want you to I want you to be treated like a fucking person. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, I'm going to use the golden rule, treat people how you want to be treated. Obviously, I want to be treated with respect, so I'm going to treat you with respect. That's where that line where it's like the toxic part is, the, you know, treating women like they're disposable, like, you know, get hoes or whatever. But then there's the other side where you put them on a pedestal in a sense of, okay, like you definitely what Max was saying, treat them with respect, but don't do it to a point where you're acting like a fan of that person. Like you literally bigging them up Worship. just for being pretty. Because it actually makes girls uncomfortable when you do that. Yeah. So that's the that's the trade of that's that's the factor of like where toxic masculinity leads into. It's it's it seems like there's a, there's a way that you talk to women and a way you talk to men. There should be a baseline. Yes. Like, like to Max's point there was always a baseline of just being nice. I was always just nice to people, yeah. regardless of whether they were big, small, tall, short, fat, skinny, ugly, like, no, it didn't matter what you look like. I was just going to be nice and say hi. You're a person. And so, yeah. And so, but I think that that's where the factor is, is that it seems like they're, they're catering and targeting your behavior based off of the person that you approach, and that's how it becomes toxic. Toxic masculinity also comes from a place of lacking empathy, unable to like unable or unwilling to understand the perspective of others and in, in this example specifically understanding perspective of women so i think it's it's part of it is the the idea of entitlement also is like it's very difficult being a woman i i can walk i can go out downtown athens walk around i have done this before at any time at night i walk around alone and i feel like Nobody's I have my, my natural head on a swivel idea, but I don't feel this like sense of fear, paranoia. I don't look. I look over my shoulder generally. I don't have this idea where I'm constantly looking every, every corner, making sure I'm in a well-lit area, making sure there's people within screaming. I don't. I don't. I don't have to think about these things, and that's a privilege. But 
a lot of where you park your car, like do we all? Do but all a those? lot of men, a lot of men take that as like, oh, this is a privilege. Like they don't really understand the privilege. Like, oh, this is cool, whatever. Instead of understanding, it's like, wow, I have this privilege, but what about women? They don't have that privilege. Like they got to be very strategic about where they park of, and where they're going almost here, or where they're going here. Like whenever Aaron parks to go to work, she always like. Because where, where, where she is and where her school is, is they have, like, the parking structure. Mm-hmm. But then, like, how it's set up in L.A. is, like, the structure's not always that big and it can't fit everybody. So sometimes she has to park on the side of the road. And I'm, like, I'm always more mindful when she parks on the side of the road because I don't want nobody to run up on her. Exactly. You know, you as think, she's getting out of her car or something. Like, how do you think I feel, bro? Yeah. My girlfriend just moved to the big one of the biggest cities in the world. She mm-hmm. has to ride the subway constantly around, right? Around a bunch of different. And places. at that moment, you never know when she's on the bus like, damn, and somebody bro. could be weird, could be gropey, be touchy, she be on, like, like she like like because you know you lose signal when you're in the subway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So whenever she gets off, she'll call me immediately, just so like when she's walking home because still she still has like a seven block walk from from subway stop to her hack to her house. Mm-hmm. It's like damn, bro, like. It, it's it's a lack of it's a, out of my mind. Mm. It's, a, it's, it's something that we always worry about. It's also just a lack of accountability on that track of empathy. Like you don't you don't take into consideration what other people feel, what other people go through, and you think that you know what you think, what you feel, what you understand is a standard, and you don't really. I'm a lot of people, a lot of dudes, toxic dudes, just don't care. And it's like you know, they're like the toxic masculinity can go as extreme as being like. Oh, you got like attacked. You're like you're fearful. Well, maybe you should watch what you wear. Maybe you should watch where you're going. Type shit. Right. Like, like dog. Be accountable for yourself and be accountable for other people, like other men, because they're they're the problem. And it's oh, I just remember. I'm so sorry. I'm on a roll here. It's also if you say something like you know all men are trash or like you know men and shit. Notice the people who get like the most offended by it, like the most offended by it, are usually the people. Who are the like, in questions? Mm-hmm. Like who are like the people in question? Because their ideas, like they feel personally attacked. Like they make it yeah. personal. They make it about them. It's like you know, men, men, men ain't shit. And it's like you have like this need to prove that you're not part of the problem. And it's like you know, why not just be? If you're so comfortable and like know that you're not part of the problem, then why are you screaming about it? But if you're already like that, you just you're just like okay. Yeah, this alpha male mentality, this like idea, like I'm a sigma, you know it. That's just really funny as fuck to me because yeah. you kind of like you see it in real time, and you're mm-hmm. just like people. The people that get gravitated towards, who are comfortable in themselves, you can kind of tell, like that's who is actually there versus yeah. people that are on podcasts. Like, listen, man, I'm an alpha male. You know, I make six figures. I do, you know, I work out, do all this shit. My woman don't tell me what to do. Like, come on, bro. Like, the most, the but you, you, you still kind of an egotistical bitch. The people, <laughs> the men, the people who get the most love, attention, attraction, are tend to be the most disciplined Ooh. and sound person. The one who is already confident enough where they don't have to go out and prove anything. I know who I am as a person, and you're either gonna like me or not. But I'm still gonna be able to walk with my head held high. I can't even lie to you, bro. That just had me thinking about how all this connects, bro. It all it's all think about related how, to discipline. Think about how we act think about how we go when we're together in Athens, like think about all the adventures that we've had every time we've all linked up in Athens mm-hmm. and think about like why it happens. Like like but I say like not not to not to guess up, but it's just like Because I'm gorgeous. I'm just kidding. 
I'm he's so. ugly. Not like that. But <laughs> but we're, we're nah, we we show and we demonstrate. I'm a bad a bitch. Of bad bitch. <laughs> bad bitch. Bad bitch. We demonstrate a sense of confidence and discipline, where we are very controlled in which how we behave and how we interact with people. But it's still fun. And we still have a good time. It's not like we're being uptight or we have sticks up our butts, but we are considerate. We are move. We move with with discipline and intention and confidence, to where like we're cool. And yeah, sometimes we might you know might get loud and crack jokes bad or whatever. But clock. like, what? I was looking at bad bitch clock. It's bad bitch clock. My watch said it's bad. <laughs> my my watch said it's bad. Bitch, clock. anyway, continue what you Jesus were saying. Jesus Christ. Anyways, right. it actually says three forty one. But it but it is. But let's say the the most respected, attracted type of person is the most disciplined and sound person. And a lot of people are not raised with that discipline or structure, or have not learned those lessons to where they realize they need to be structured within themselves, mm-hmm. so that they can go out in the world and they'll be straight. Okay, so we're going to, um, because we could keep talking about this, because there's, th- this in reality would be like a three-hour podcast about like just all the root causes, but we do need to acknowledge that there are multiple root causes. There's no one root problem, and there's, unfortunately, there's no one root solution either, so I would like to have everybody just give their perspective on like what one of the root causes are, and what are some ways to help combat that, so I'll start. So... One thing that I find is a very uh, uh, troubling root cause is basic human interactions between people in general, regardless of what you look like. But I will, since this is for the men, I will charge the men on this. Men need to recognize that just how you speak to people matters. Your words matter. Choosing the right words on how to say and being disciplined with your emotions will go very far with anything that you do and and that's with anybody that you speak to and so i find it a lot of times difficult on uh, just how people speak to each other like the one like i notice like we're so foul on social media on instagram and twitter and just saying just just rude comments just people just being just just outright just disrespectful it seems like haters there's, there's no desire for just how would you feel if somebody said that to you? It's like nobody really cares about like the internet ain't speak, real. Like how you speak matters, and that was something that I definitely grew up with. Like learning is is choosing your words very carefully. Like I said, like we're able to if you're able to speak on just the setting, then that's fine. But basic human interaction of just how to speak to people and that starts with just being disciplined within yourself to know how to control your emotions, knowing how to you know if you're if you feel the way about something, know how to convey that in a way that helps the other person understand. So if you're shooting your shot at a woman, know how to speak to a woman. Know how to approach it without coming off too aggressive and not coming off, you know, too soft or whatever. Like, like you, you got to find the balance on how to speak to somebody. And, and that way you'll be able to, you know, separate a lot of these issues with just making women feel uncomfortable. So start by knowing how to speak. Hi, my name is. Hi, you know, you want to do this. If she says no, take the no and then you walk away. But just those basic interactions of just speaking is something that I found very like troubling. Because like when dudes get hurt, like y'all y'all have all seen dudes like shoot their shot and then the girl says no and he's and he's like, Well then fuck you, bitch, anyways. Like, ain't nobody wants your ugly stuff anyways. No, no, dude, stop. 
Like, like, don't do that. Yeah, you just, you, if anything, like, doing that, like, you know, reacting so out, like, outwardly just aggressive, it's, it, it either proves what they were thinking right. Like, it, like okay, not, not either. Like, you probably, you don't, for all you knew, they had, like, a preconceived notion that maybe, like, you know, there was something off about you or maybe, like, you know, just a general, like, caution against men type thing. And you making that action further, like, solidifies and cements that idea that they have. Or maybe they're just not in the mood to talk to people today. Yeah. Maybe they're just not in the mood. Maybe they just want to be by themselves, enjoy their drink, enjoy the music, and just go on about their day. Like, it's literally not even about you, bro. Yo, like, they may it's take not it so you. Personal. Like, I'm just yeah. chilling. So, 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 that is something that I would want to charge men is know how you're talking to people. Start with yourself and know how do you talk to yourself. How do you talk to your mom? How do you talk to your dad? How do you talk to your siblings? How do you talk to your teachers? Like, Know how to have good, decent interactions with people and know how to convey your words so that it's it's genuine, but it's also thorough and it's not bringing off a wrong impression. So that that that's something that I would I would charge us as, as one root issue. So next. That's, that's fair. That's good. Very valid. Somebody go next. Sensational. Thanks. Can somebody go next? Not all at once. Um, so yeah, speaking on, uh, I was trying to go like in order, but we're talking about like discipline. A big thing is also, you know, whether it's discipline of getting up early in the morning, discipline of going to the gym, eating right, you know, making sure you don't procrastinate on tasks, just discipline in general. But a big thing that has been um, not talked about enough, especially in you know, more ethnic cultures, like, you know, I'm Caribbean, so I can definitely speak on this, is sexual discipline. There's plenty of times where even today, like, a plumber came to the house and he even admitted, you know, he, he's in the 60s, you know what I'm saying, you know, real rock mountain, you know what I'm talking about, and he was 15 when he found out who his dad was because his dad was out there just having sex with a whole bunch of women. Apple rolls of rolling stone. Like that that was a thing. You know what I'm saying? And it sometimes it's still a thing. I think it's it's slowing down now, especially in the Caribbean, but it's a thing to just, oh, she looked good. And the intention is to do that. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, bro, calm down. Like when you do that, that's where the objectification comes in and why women feel uncomfortable because they have you know, either through experience or experiences of other women of dudes talking to them with the specific goal of trying to smash. So when we talk about discipline, it's like discipline yourself to just talk to people in general. Now, if, if shorty look nice, be respectful about it and let your intentions be known. Don't try to use your way as a friend, but low-key you trying to holler the whole time. Don't do that. Let shorty know. She says no. She says no. She says yeah. <laughs> go, go for it, bro. Cool. But Excuse me, Miss Lady. Just wanted to you know, connect with humans in general. Hey, shorty with the like, shorts. Oh, hey, shorty with the blue shirt. Hey, yo, ma. Like. You heard me? Come on, man. You heard? I, I would say I had the, the privilege of um being friends with a lot of women when I was in college, so I really got to see their perspective on things. And, of course, you know, you can call it like being a silly young dude or whatever. You go out and like, man, we're going to get some women out here. And it's like. Once you become friends with women, you really start seeing, like, that's not cool, bro. To be going out on some, like, I'm about to collect women like Pokemon. No. 
You say I ain't gonna get some women, man. We finna get some really hoes. Yeah, <laughs> hoes at. We about to get some hoes. We about to get our. About to get like mm, mm, nah, man. Oh, at that what? point, at that point, yeah. like the minute you start, like the minute you start, like saying that, like even just like even just like you know, saying where the hoes at, or whatever. Like you, you're automatically putting an idea in your own head that you're not going after. You're not going after people. You're not talking to like you know women. You're talking to conquests. You're talking to side quest objectives. Like you're looking at this like a, like an MMO game. Like you, at that point, you're already in a losing battle because people sense intention. People sense mm-hmm. this is Assassin's Creed, and I'm collecting all the treasure chests. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they they can sense intention. They can sense like you know, honest and like on, honesty. They 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 know what you what you're after, and whether they expect it or they can just sense it, like they already know. So so calm down when it comes to that, and fellas, when it comes to your friend groups too, try your best to not big up your friend just because they have more bodies. Like oh, you got twenty girl, man, you the man. Let's start really going. Hey, bro, does the amount of women really matter? It don't matter. Or is it the connection you had with her? In Are general? you okay, my boy? <laughs> like, come on. Where are you going? You need a hug. You good, bro? You're fighting right. right now. Um, yeah. My thing is attached to like what Jeff here said is I think a lot of people use you know high. My big thing, just you know, put it out is general like you know my call to men is you know figure out how to access empathy. Be empathetic up to people that have situations that you can't that you don't and cannot understand, and also. Accountability. Hold yourself and those around you accountable because there's this idea that we, this idea that like, you know, women need to be so careful of everything and yet we don't check the people that are responsible for making them be careful about it is ridiculous. It's going in a vicious, stupid circle because high sex drive is not an excuse for disrespectful and like wanton behavior. It's not. it's like you people people will reference that they'll be like, Oh my god, I'm so horny all the time, man. It's like so I, was like, I just want some so bitches. And it's like it's like like horny. Like, go somewhere and beat your meat. Like, yeah, like dog, don't go 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 buy go buy a flashlight, go buy a pocket pussy, go buy I'm serious. I'm, you play like if you're going that deep into it, like it's how horny you are, you like Going that deep, go to therapy. <laughs> that too. Oh, God. Bring your pocket pussy to therapy with you. Her name is Sheila. <laughs> Her name is Sheila. Look, hey, better help sponsor us because God, look, oh, that is hilarious. But again, but but there is merit, like, fun, it's funny, yeah, but there is merit, there is merit to the idea because look, look, I, yeah. Look, newsflash, folks. Everybody's horny. Everybody's horny. Some people, you know, naturally like le- less inclined to that. You know, whether like whether it's like a, pr- a preference or what. Like some people, some people, some people just like you know, straight up like identify asexual or aromantic because they don't feel that. They don't feel that kind of vibe. But this one, like like a ability to empathize and have it be accountable is just because you're horny doesn't mean somebody else is just gonna suck your dick or get on you to fulfill that because they're they're not like. Because people aren't out here to fulfill sexual needs. They're out looking for connections. They're out looking for, you know, respect. They're looking for safety. They're looking for safety. Because every time a woman steps out, you know, it, as I have understood it, because I will never understand this, is they they walk out 
expecting danger. They expect a threat. They they never they're never fully truly safe. Like I almost got pepper sprayed by a close friend simply because it was dark and I was minding my business. It was dark and she saw a large figure coming at her from a shadow and she didn't want to take a chance. The minute I we entered the light, she was like, "Oh my god, hi." Like she was so happy. It was almost like she was relieved. And like that was like the first that was like the, the first moment of me where I really realized that I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't understand this because I never like I I and the thing is like people this is about the accountability and empathy as well. As a dude, you go out, you walk around, you can feasibly walk around any part of the night like, you know, general like neutrally safe area and ask yourself, do you ever really feel like you're in danger at every turn? Because if you do, interesting. If you don't, then that is a privilege. That is a privilege that you should not take for granted, that you should not hold without regard because, look, your friend, like one of your little, one of your girlfriends, one of your uh, the, the, the girls that you met in your class, I guarantee you they're going to feel the exact opposite. A lot of the women, after conversations that I've had, the simple desire from, from what I've understood that most women they just want to feel a sense of protection and safety for them to be able to go out yes. and just go out and do their everyday thing yes. and that's regardless if they're going to a party they could just be going to a grocery store they could be going out to the bank to you know to a bar to a life it, it doesn't matter they, they would just want to be able to feel safe in the space that they're going to yes and without the fear of any unsolicited or unasked for repercussion and, and it's very it's a very simple ask that just seems so very common. it's not even the approach it's, it's more they're ask. scared of the retaliation mm-hmm. if they say no that's what they're really afraid of for real yeah exactly and like a big not the big problem but a big problem is even among the dudes in quite like the dudes are part of the problem we're not talking about the guys who are actively looking to be predators actively looking to cause these problems or be creeps another attributing factor is the people who are not aware who choose not to be aware is the old saying you know bad, like evil will triumph when good men stand do nothing type thing accountability you are you may not be the problem you may be you know perfectly respectable young man you may be perfectly respectful of women as people but if you don't hold those around you accountable and you don't rec- recognize that the people who are the problem and help, you know, help be better and help make things better as an environment, you're unfortunately part of the issue at that point. You're in partially responsible now for that. And I know it's like, I'm not, it feels like, if it feels like I'm putting like a huge weight on the shoulders of men around, probably because I am. Like my, my call to my call to men is just, you know, Set an example, and oh, big one! Don't expect a gold star for being a good dude. It's the, you're not getting a medal. You're not getting a trophy for it. Congratulations! You're people expecting. You're a decent human people being. Expecting thank yous out this shit. Oh, <laughs> like people. Well, there are dudes. I've heard dudes straight up brag because they because when a girl because a girl like declined his advances to hook up and he respected it. I'm like, Bruh. congratulations! What? You're not an asshole, but you kind of are now for talking about it. Like. It's it's. I'm sorry. This this topic, expecting a trophy for this shit. This topic to be a good person. This topic to, pick, be, a, to be a decent human being. 
What you expected a trophy for this shit for? Like, like what? I go off. Nah, home. bro, that's lame. I go off. That home. is lame that as hell. Said, you want a trophy for doing what you were already supposed to be doing? <laughs> <For> basic <laughs> human shit? Like, what? See, we are fundamentally against participation medals, so. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. My kids ain't getting no participation trophy. Nah, you lost. Look, dog. Did you get first place? No. If you're not first, you're last, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> this top, this this person this 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 kind of like this discussion upsets me a lot, and I, it shows in the way that like I have been having a hard time like staying on topic and like going off on like these rants because I I don't you're right I don't understand that like I'm I'm not even just like a man I'm a white dude like I even less at risk to walk around and just mind my business, um, but the thing is when I see like you know when I see I. I've always been able to like kind of feel people's vibes, feel like their like their emotions a little bit, and like when I when when a girl when a, when, a, when one of my like female friends comes to me or like not comes to me but like is like talking in general about you know what they go through, what they experience, what they feel, just in general, and it's like they even though they talk so casually about it, like I can feel the pain behind it, I can see the fear, and it it kills me. It kills me every time because like there's nothing we can do directly. We can't like stop them at every point. We can't protect them at every point. And it's just like you know why why do why why can I have this luxury, and like of safety, and they cannot, so that's why my root problem that I choose to identify was, you know, being more empathetic. And holding yourself and others accountable. If I don't care if he's your best friend from kindergarten, if your homeboy is doing some fuck shit with, with another with another woman, beat his ass. Call him out. Call him out. Hold him, him hold out, him to a higher standard out, because if you're point not pointing him out, because otherwise, why are you associating with someone like that? Yeah, uh, that's good. That's good, bro. One thing I, before Max gets into his point. One thing is also not just when it comes to approaching, you know, women when it comes to respect, but also respecting your partner as well. There's times where, and I, I know it depends on the background of the person, of how close-minded they can be. But I actually had to sit and call this dude out in one of my college classes because he said for one I don't know what stuff he had going on with his girlfriend he was saying that he didn't well, he wasn't vibing or connected with a girl like you know in a healthier relationship not saying that it was not healthy but they had some problems going on but his explanation of why he wanted to stay in the relationship is because he could get unlimited head that was like literally that was one of the things he said instead of just being like working it out or going and approaching women respectfully. He's like, well, if I stay with my girlfriend, I can get a little bit hit. And I was like, what's wrong oh with you, man? God, bro. Why, why would you say that? That's such a youthful answer. Why, what's wrong with you? <laughs> That's where your mind went because it's convenient? All right, I'm done. Go ahead, Max. Oh my god, that's such a that's just that's such an eighteen nineteen year old answer though, bro. That shit kind of funny. That shit not funny to y'all. No, it's it's it's, it's no. Truly, it was he was about to graduate, so he's like twenty two. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, hey, yo, but that's that, I mean that's the thought process of a lot of people. It's though. funny in the it's funny in the sense where it's like it's so ridiculous you can't believe it's actually something somebody said. Oh but, god. But, <laughs> I'm like, but I'm like we're we're probably all I'm, I might like. Correct me if I'm wrong here. I feel like we're sitting here. We're sitting here not laughing because, like, it just it, it, it's it's not surprising. It goes to like just amplify like more precedent to the growing issue. Just the idea that people say like the dumbest shit. I'm willing to laugh about that shit because it's fucking ridiculous, bro. This shit is 
mad ridiculous. Anyway. But, uh, yeah, it's up to me now, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no pressure. Uh, ain't none. Never any pressure, baby. <laughs> Ice knee veins. But, um, mm. yeah, it's the one. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I guess my final viewpoint here is something actually I've been thinking about for years and something that I've noticed within myself as well, as well as like people that are around me. Um, but ultimately it all comes down to men being able to kind of step away from everything and look at the big picture, um, do some introspection. And uh, I'm sure I've said this before in many other episodes, introspection is so important. Um, Because whenever I took that step back, um, I I, kind of looked at things, looked at the, looked at my own experiences and was able to kind of pinpoint the things that kind of went, that went wrong. And I was able to fix those things within myself because I was willing to do that work. Um, And one thing that I've noticed amongst a lot of men specifically is that men have a lot of traumas within themselves um, and those things are typically expressed through a lot of signs of depression, which, which aligns with what actually Jeff was saying, hypersexuality. Hi- hypersexuality tends to be a, a symptom of depression. Um, and that lack of discipline is a direct component or direct, yeah, I guess direct component works in this, in this case, to, is a direct component to you not willing to do the work internally, and that means going to therapy. That means talking talking about your emotions because, I mean, oftentimes you can go to therapy and just <sighs> ego shit and just, you know, talk about you, your ego all the time and just, oh, yeah, I'm the best, yada, 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 and not actually get any progress done. But, but one question I do want to ask is, like, and I want every man to ask themselves this. When you look in the mirror, what do you see? Are you a happy? Sexy piece of chocolate. Are you, but are you happy? Like, are you, yeah, I mean, shit, egotistical. <laughs> but are you happy with the person that you are and the person that people perceive you to be? <laughs> I mean, thank you, thank you. Thank ultimately, you, thank you. yeah, Magic Mike, live your truth. And, <laughs> and glittery ass hat. Not saying all that to, oh, yeah, you have to appease to everybody else, but you do that work for yourself. And so that you can build meaningful relationships with people. I feel like it's so important that you know that we're not looking for these material things whenever we're here in this life, right? Like, the most important thing when you're here on this earth is the, are the relationships that you build with people. And not just men or other men. You build, pe- build relationships with everybody. Everybody that you, you interact with is now a part of your subconscious. At your this funeral, they're your not going to talk about how much money you made or how many cars or how many people or women that you took over in your oh, lifetime. No. At your funeral, they're going to talk about who you were as a person. Your character and your legacy lasts a lifetime. Exactly. All this shit is going to go away one day, but your name and your legacy and your likeness and how you carried yourself as an individual will stay throughout the voices of everybody. Yeah, you don't truly die until people stop talking about you. Mm-hmm. The whole die twice thing. Yeah. First time mm-hmm. in the ground, second time, last time someone says your name. Yep. But um, 
on that track, man, it's I kind of lost it. Hold on, I'm coming back to it. Just give me a second. Just give me a second. Just give me a second. My finger's blue. Just give me a second. (laughs) I cannot believe it took you this long to notice your finger was blue. I noticed that shit. No, it it, it was a couple days ago. I I had hammered my finger, but um, do 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 do. Don't don't make it worse. Um, but oh yeah, it it ultimately comes down to discipline. Discipline and the willingness to actually look into your brain, look into yourself, and really question who you are. And, you know, like, like I said, I've seen this before amongst countless men. Oh, yeah, I fuck more hoes than you. That, none of that shit fucking matters, bro. Who are you as a person? Oh, my God, bro. It just exemplifies the problem. Like, you're treating them as tally marks, as points. Oh, it the don't board. fucking matter. Like, these bitches really don't fuck with you like that, bro. They don't see you as somebody that, that is an actual good person they don't see you as a person for real. they just see you as somebody to fuck you know what i'm saying and that's another whole dehumanizing so i mean dehumanizing one way do you dehumanizing the other golden rule treat people the way you want to be treated mm-hmm. that's why i treat people with i treat everybody with respect that's how i mean that's how i was taught like those were the initial things that i was taught and i just maintained those same principles as i grew up yeah. and ultimately i figured that shit out on my own <laughs> <laughs> do one to others as you would have them do one to you. And, you know, I'm I'm happy to be with like-minded people like these these young gentlemen here. I don't like um, him. Except Alex. He's a Morehouse, <laughs> a Morehouse bitch. Oh, my God. No. No. Don't <laughs> bring this shit back. Talking about what it means to be a man. What it means to be a Morehouse man. <laughs> Sissified. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go cry to your sugar daddy about it. <laughs> this man has no loans, bro. <laughs> oh, they're so set for life. <laughs> I'm just kidding, though. Oh, no, he made the stripper mad. I'm people, just kidding. People go watch this. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Will Alex commit the deed? Find out next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> hey, bro, this episode was lit. You need to check it. <laughs> Nah, bro, real shit. Grateful to be around like-minded people because sometimes I'm not, and it's really kind of, it's like, damn, bro, like, y'all don't see the same shit that I see. Mm-hmm. And, like, and the it, it, funny thing is, I'll point that shit out to them, but they'll be like, nah, bro, I'm just, bro, I just don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't give a fuck about these hoes. I'm like, shit, all right, bro, shit, whatever. You got it. That's just big You got it, shit, problem, whatever. Man. <laughs> it's like you you need therapy like, well, I'll dead ass say you people, need therapy people talk like that as if like the world is comprised of men and like no women like it was like the, you almost like talking about it as if like women are just like you know little coins in a Mario Kart run like it's like, at that point like you are already setting a terrible precedent going forward because you're not even acknowledging the humanity of the of, of like of, of the women around you and it's like it's just it, it, it really does exemplify the problem every problem well, listen, man, I'll end off saying appreciate everybody that's around you. Um, appreciate being alive, taking, being able to take a breath. Mm-hmm. Find oneness in yourself, bro, because a lot of people have inter- in a lot of inner t- turmoil, and it's, it's visible on a daily basis. Yes. Like, you can actively see that shit. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, yeah, man, that's all I got. I think that connects with the uh, ideas that we all talked about as well, just like, you know, the trauma under, like, you know, manifesting itself through like high sex drives and lack of accountability and lack of respect and understanding of social interaction because you know, I think it's why it's important to have all these 
you know, things in mind. And regarding like accountability, um, if we like, you know, we said this earlier about like the idea of like growing up in like, you know, different like households, like with one parent absent or having both parents and how that impacts you. And I think, you know, as a society, young people are conditioned, especially young, young boys are conditioned in this idea that they have to have a father figure of some kind. Like it, it's become like an expectation, like it's a requirement type like type thing. Like you know, and I think that my issue with like that idea was also now that I thought about it, it comes from a general understanding of just like you know, almost like to say like a mother is not enough, like a woman is not enough. But I don't really hear the same like the same intensity of like you know that kind of rhetoric the other way around. Like 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 a single mother raising a kid by himself, it's like it's not enough. But like a single father raising a kid without a mother, it's like oh he's he's like he's going above and beyond. Look at that man no, stepping up. That boy shit. needs oh. it. That boy needs his mother. Needs it's a double standard. It's a, but it's a double standard among men and women. There's a, you can you can yeah, tell how they behave based off of who you're raised by. Like people like if you look at if you take two troubled homes. Mm-hmm. One is being one is being at the head of a single mother, and one's being at the head of a single father. Those kids are going to come out with two different perspectives, mm-hmm. and that's why I always say that it, you always need you need both. Yes, you always it's need both. Now, are people who are who people who choose their affiliations to go elsewhere, you know, fine, but still, figure, a two parent household, in my opinion, it always seems to work. It always seems to work and go hand in hand because you're able to, you know, as as it's healthy. really full community. As long as it's like an actual healthy marriage, and, and it's like you know, just the the space of two figureheads in the in the home, the space of multiple positive influences around around them, and finding a good broad expansion of them. Like they say, it takes a village. It's yes. not just the folk. Because it's everybody. The lessons that I've learned, I didn't learn everything from my parents. Yeah. I learned a good amount of things from my parents, but. A lot of stuff I took from from sports, from other social activities, from band, from just from school, from life, from church. I, I've learned so many lessons from so many other peoples and so many other environments that has cultivated me into being the person that I am today. They are a product of our environment. Exactly. And so right. it's not to say that it's like that a woman is not enough. I just think that in general, you need both. If you have one, one is fine. But one is one parent is fine. It's totally fine. But I'm saying that having one parent automatically makes the job harder. And then if you don't have a good support system beyond the one parent, it makes it even harder. Because like I said, we we've we've all noticed that like a lot of the things that we can attest to that has helped our success is the privileges that we've had in our lives. Having both parents, having a good, having a support family, having like a good support system beyond our family has attested and attributed to our success. Not to its entirety, but it carries some type of role. But for the one parent, yeah, it's just harder. So that's why I always say two heads is always better than one, and then the support system makes it even way better. Even more heads is better. Even more heads is way better. And, but what I was <laughs> what I was getting at, but what I was getting at. <laughs> Infinite head. When I was, <laughs> what I was getting at though about like the, like the conditioning of like a father figure is even if you have both parents, like there's still this like ingrained idea that father figures are so essential and so influential that it's you know, like that that was another reason why I like I strive so much for like the accountability aspect because think about how easily influenced nowadays with social media and everything how easily influenced and swayed young people are to these like confidently 
bullshit speaking father figures, so to speak. Like they, like they, they're like they, like authoritative male figures, and they they try to offer with like wisdom and and knowledge, and young people will latch onto that. Not even just because like they're lacking something. Honestly, some people with like a perfectly stable household, perfectly stable household, will still latch onto that because they want something out of it they want to feel included with like other people so like people like andrew tate that go out and like spit like what is it to be a sigma male what does it mean like being your own bread young people young people <laughs> uh, i was on a, on a quick side note i have realized that the idea of like being like people saying you know the alpha male sigma male beta male thing that's just playing mermaids but with like but as like adults I was it's like, what's your mermaid deal? Like, like I was, I'm a sigma male, so you're, it's like it's like playing after school with your kids. You're a beta male because I said so. I'm an alpha male, so I'm like way more powerful. Oh yeah, well I'm a, I'm a sigma male. I could do anything I want. Like, it, it, it's, I will. It's playing. Fuck does okay, that so to your point, it, it's I will disagree to the idea of like because I feel like I'm getting the I feel like what you're saying, and I'm hoping I'm not interpreting it incorrectly. It's are you saying it's like that is not necessary. That having a male figure. No, 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 no. Like, no, no, no. I'm not saying that it's not necessarily. I'm saying that there's. I'm, 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 I'm trying to. I'm, what I'm doing is like I'm pointing out a very interesting aspect of society where it's people are so conditioned to think that it's like hyper necessary, and that it, it's it's not that it's not necessary. It's like that they don't people, put a big enough. Like they put so much emphasis on the father figure, but don't hike. They don't highlight the also importance of a mother figure as well. And Same degree. yes, and also just the idea that like it makes it, it almost like they're conditioning people to listen to any like anything resembling a father figure because their wisdom is infallible. Their wisdom is so helpful, even if you have father figures. Like he's like you can never have too many father figures type thing. So you know, young people will latch on to these voices like Andrew Tate, like um, that two hundred sixty pound weightlifting whatever his name is that thinks he can fight boxers, but like oh Bradley Martin yes. Like people that like they 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 and then they're like and then and these young people in their core like these young men in their core believe like oh they they see this like fictionalized like vision of success and like oh this is what it means to be a man I want to emulate tell that. them That's I'm two sixty though brother <laughs> I want they want to emulate that so badly society like, corporations show this idea and these young kids gravitate towards people that embody that and because of that I think that you know with your friends with your like like people you associate with you should like you know. Don't just let them be deep in their ignorance. Like, if you see something, say something. Like, because you don't know what level of, like, you know, upbringing they had in their house. You don't know who has influenced them in the past. Like, I knew one. I, and I see this because um, from personal experience, as an example, we had one young uh, young kid join, like, our, our club. And he himself didn't think this, but, like, he had, like, a dumb, stupid roommate that tried to convince him that Andrew Tate was right about everything. Like, men have it so hard. Men are victims. Blah, 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 blah. Like, like just, like, shift the blame. Shift, like, the, the narrative type thing. Further add into the problem. And he, you know, because he didn't know, like, he didn't have any other reference point, he was he saw like merit in the things but didn't see past the, the fine print. And we could have just let him, we could have just been mad and let him do that. But no, we, we were like, no, you need to understand the the responsibility of what you're saying and understand the gravity of it. So we we talked to him, we talked about, we we showed him the other side of it, let him make that assumption, and then he was like, okay, no, I see. Now I see the other side of it. I okay. Hold so yourself accountable. I will. I will say because uh, my initial point, I had an initial point, but I think I still have to change it and change my wording because I was initially going to say I always believe that you need the presence of a mother and father. But like I said, that's not for that that doesn't 
coincide with everybody because that that's that's negating people of the LGBTQ plus community. But like like you know, two woman household, two man household, like like the structure is just different. Mm-hmm. I always say that you always need multiple perspectives, a good positive perspective, not just saying, oh, you need a father figure, so go listen to Andrew Tate or go listen to somebody here, or like like just giving a reference or somebody. Like I'm not saying that. I'm saying find the person that's in your community and just be observant. Yeah. Even if you're like, I'm not saying like to go be like an apprentice under him. But I'm, gonna go, I'm, I'm trying to guide towards something that's positive in somebody that's walking in a way that you should take notes from. Not even to say that you should follow him around and try to emulate him. Mm-hmm. I'm saying look at how they're carrying themselves and then see how you can take those and apply them to your life. Because like I said, I didn't learn everything from my father. I learned things from my father, and I learned things from my uncles, my male cousins, my grandfather. I, I learned a lot of lessons from them, but those are multiple male figureheads. And I took each and every little detail. I took the things that I wanted, and I kept them for myself. The things that I didn't want, I excluded them, and I'm able to cultivate and customize a way that I'm able to carry myself as a man based off of mm-hmm. the figureheads that I've right. acquired in my life. AKA, don't follow a certain script if you internally don't agree or align with that philosophy if there are things that people say this is what it means to be a man and you truly to your core do not want to do that you shouldn't have to do that you also even even if you even if you're not sure like you should i think that the idea the idea that like you know young men um should all all, like listen so much like the wisdom of you know older men kind of thing it's yeah there is merit to that there's merit to wisdom that comes from you know multiple different points but it's not to say like trying to like equate or you know prioritize like the female or the mother's perspective or the mother's wisdom it's more also just like understanding that generationally speaking we're modifying gender roles gender roles are changing constantly with you know with people's identities with people's or their formation of their family and that's 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 the reason why i'm like i'm like not as quick to go for like the whole father figure thing because like you said some families have they really don't matter some families have two moms sometimes there's two dads i say the the structure is different from everybody but but i will always go out and say get as many figureheads as you can possibly get especially something that challenges like an outside perspective right Give as ma- get as many different viewpoints and references. That way you can get multiple. Because I think a lot of the issues is that when you're getting issues from one source, you're never going to be able to be as accurate. Mm-hmm. It's like writing a paper. You can't base a paper off of one book. You can base a paper off of multiple. Bing bong. Multiple references. Multiple different anecdotes and adaptations that help make your make your perspective more more accurate because you're getting multiple perspectives. Mm-hmm. You're right. Precisely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So before we, before we wrap this up, um, what are some, what are some just straight call to actions that we can do's and don'ts? Yeah. Just some, some simple do's and don'ts that can just make your life better. Make everyone's life better. Make everyone's life. Make better. a better environment. Max, what are some do's and don'ts that you want to charge to a man? Listen, man. Y'all niggas need to start looking at the big picture and start treating women like people. That's a major do. Mm-hmm. Start treating everybody. Like yeah, I appreciate that, man. Give a little applause, you know what I'm yeah, saying? You feel me? But um, don'ts is 
Stop being a fucking dickhead. Stop being so damn hard-headed. Stop being so egotistical. Stop being so materialistic. That's a tough one. Learn to be an active listener. Yeah, that too. Learn to be an active listener. That's a do, though. That's your do. Do to do. Do do. Mountain do. Do 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 do. Lucas. One big don't is um, don't take everything so personally. Don't take don't take rejection. Don't take rejection personally. Don't take fear. Don't take you know the woman's cautionary approach or fearful like reaction personally. Stop being a bitch. Stop being a bitch. Don't you know? Just don't. It's very likely not about you, especially if you didn't do anything. Especially if you're just minding your business. It's not about you. And you know, trying to like take that personally, and then turning around and like making the women out to be a bad guy because of you know how you felt. That is only going to aggravate the problem, especially because I think in general there. There's big portions of society that are just looking for ways to blame women for things and make it easier for their rhetoric. And adding fuel to that fire is just going to slow, like, move us backwards. Um, a big do is um, look out for each other. Look out for the women in your circles, in your life. Not just your partner, not just... I'm just, you know, not just the people, not just your family. Look out for your friends. Look out for, if you go on a group and go clubbing, look out for them. Because you don't have to, it's not about babysitting. It's not about, um, you know, being the, the parent of the group. You know, don't, don't make it so negative, really. That's a different conversation. You can literally, you can literally be, do a simple thing as, if you guys are in a group, you could just be on the outside yeah. type shit. Observe. Up, like watch, like not like open. on the outside. Like if you guys, guys open. you guys are at a bar, right? You, mm-hmm. guys, you guys are at a bar. You have everybody inside of you. Then you have another person that's on the on the on the outside, kind of the, on the same vibe. Yeah, yeah. Kind of in a protected manner. Gatekeep, mm-hmm. gaslight, girl boss, or something. I don't know. <laughs> but no, he's right. No, just you know, look out. Like play play gatekeeper a little bit for your friends that are uncomfortable. Play like you know. What be be an extra set of eyes, like you know, extra set of like wandering eyes for you know their drinks, their the people around them. Check to measure the vibes, you know, because at the end of the day, it's not like you're watching out for the women; you're watching out for your friends. Mm-hmm. It just so happens that these friends in particular are more likely to be targeted for a slew of horrible things. So you know, I put it to you this way: every time a woman steps out the door, they have like a million different things they got to think about for themselves. And for the women with them, you have like maybe five. Add a few more things to your plate. It's not going to kill you. Maybe six on a good day. <laughs> but yeah, that's my do and don't. All right. Yeah. Alex. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uno reverse. It was a reverse. Okay. Um, a big don't. Don't expect a medal for being a good person. Do not expect to be praised for being a decent man, a decent human being. Don't. Um, so a big do, a big do is respect the no. Respect the no in the sense of like, if you going up to shoot your shot and she says, I'm good or I'm not interested or whatever, just take it and move on. Dog, no means no. Even no, if you think like, she's being played. No, like no means safe. I don't know how many times like that, like that simple no means no. It, it is so simple. 
but then we be so hurt and our ego and our pride and our manhood is so just so fragile and it's just like bro like if you reacting off of a no like who knows what else you can react off of mm-hmm. so respect the no when she says no she being a bitch um mm-hmm. <laughs> a big do is uh, a reader, a big do is learn to to be an active listener and and learn to be observant you know i i will i will assume the the responsibility of providing a good example of what it means to be a decent man and a decent human being and i will always do my best to provide the safety and security of of people who need it for the women who need it if if they ask for it and they and they want it then i'll give it to them if they want perspective and they ask for it i'll give it to them if they don't want any of that if they if they don't want any of that fine but i'm not going to over push or be persistent or overwhelm somebody with something if they didn't ask for it or if they do ask for it i'll provide it and then i'll keep it pushing which is another big don't men don't mansplain women's feelings yeah. on how they should feel or act to women like I stop doing that shit. I gar- I guarantee you anything you might think about saying they've already thought about it. Because they have to think about this every day. Like it's 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 not just that they wake up one day and just know. It's not even just one day that their mom decides to tell them, you know, watch out for the men. No. They grow up with a different set of standards and expectations of like how to operate, you know? School dress code, it's in little things. School dress codes you know, teachings from, uh, like, from other women. Ding, ding, ding. Teaching from other people around them, like, this idea that they are, even from a young age, have to grow up with the expectation that one day when they will leave the house, all those lessons are going to come into play. So, you know, just don't mansplain it to them. Because you, as a man, woke up one day and heard it from somebody, and you're grasping at the straw. You're scratching the surface. So don't think that you know better about it, because that's trust me, that's going to make things worse. It's going to make you more of an enemy than an ally. Yeah. Sorry, that was a little tangent. Think darkness is your ally. All right, now finish Jeff. it up, Jeff. Um, one do is be disciplined. You know. Um, as we're talking about, you know, as far as being a man, like, you know, standards for yourself. You know what I mean? Get up early, get things done, make things a priority, don't procrastinate, and handle things you have to handle. Like, dead ass. Be disciplined, whether it's emotionally, physically, sexually, all of that. Just know who you are, set standards for yourself. And stick to those. Now, a don't, going along with discipline, also don't be that hard on yourself either if you maybe lack in a certain area. Don't put unrealistic expectations on yourself either because then that's going to lack confidence in you. And that's where a lot of these problems going in and what we've been talking about is a lack of confidence in yourself. There's a difference between cockiness and confidence. Confidence is humble. Knowing that you can handle some stuff, but... If it's time to take a step back and let someone else shine, you do that. But when it's time for you to get up there, you handle your shit like you know what the hell you're doing. But have confidence in yourself. Don't be too hard on yourself. But be disciplined at the same time. It's a balance to it. Very true. Very true. Oh, God. 
Well, we we're wrapping this up now. We've 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 uncovered a few layers in this ogre of um, a discussion. But ogres are like onions. But to wrap it up, onions you know, have layers. Onions do have layers. Cake has layers too. But the thing is, the the the, the, the topic, the, the title of this episode is what it is to be a man, and we haven't even asked that question. So. I would like all of us to answer to our own, like, in our own perspective, in our own opinion. What does it mean to you? What does it mean to be a man? Because I think at the end of the day, we can talk about the the trashy examples of men. We can talk about the, you know, the fear that people experience. But, you know, at the end of the day, that's one question that we should definitely answer before we sign off. So, who would like to tell our adoring public what it means to them to be a man I don't think it's so much of what it means to be a man but what is the type of man you want to be is I was gonna like I was gonna start it because I was gonna say being a man is not a it's not like a, a physical state of being it is it is an idea and everybody has their own idea of what it means but it all kind of follows some similarities. So that's why they all jumble it up to say, this is what it means to be a man. But my idea, my philosophy of what it means to be a man is being a man of your word, a man of integrity, um, being a man that's dependable, a man who knows how to lead and how to lead his family the right way even if that doesn't mean that you're at the forefront of everything or if you're at the back end, it's knowing how to make sure all the pieces in your family structure work. Um, it's about providing that protection and security for your family, for your loved ones. Um, and it's about ensuring, it's about assuring the structure of your household is sound and ensuring and knowing that as long as the structure of your home, not, not even just in your physical home, but in, in, in your personal being or in your family or in your job, making sure that everything is secure and making sure that you're able to thrive and have the ability to thrive for yourself. So that's my philosophy on, on manhood. Not all at once. Am I going next? Okay. I'm yeah, All right. Cool, cool, cool. Um, man, I don't know. I have a lot. I always have a lot to say, especially right now. But what it means to be a man is a question that I've always kind of thought about, you know, growing up and into manhood, growing, getting a little older. Um, it's a lot of things. Um, everything Alex said is correct. You know, mm-hmm. I grew up you know, with the idea of, you know, gentlemanly conduct. So that was a big part of it as well. But a lot of people don't really know what that means. It's been changing. To me, being a man is being safe. It is being a safe person, a safe space for people that come into your orbit. Because with even with the changing societal expectations and norms, at the end of the day, due to the expectations and due to the the lack of you know things that we have to deal with by comparison to women for example we i think i think that men have a responsibility to 
convey that sense of safety where it's like if everything else is going to shit, everything else is falling apart, you are rock solid, dependable because of those feelings of integrity and respect and responsibility. Um, and it's different for everybody. You know, people also challenge the idea of what masculinity is. Um, and I think that it's not about being in touch with the feminine. It's, it's not so much like either being in touch with the feminine side or being hyper-masculine. It is being comfortable in your own skin and knowing that regardless of how you are and how you like, you know, portray yourself, you are still a man. And it is important to just, you know, open yourself up and don't try to be something. Just be yourself. Be who you are and provide that space and security to those around you because it'll make them feel better, it'll make yourself feel better, and everybody will grow if everyone follows that example. So if I had to put it into words, that would be mine. Man, you guys are so making such profound statements. Man. <laughs> so cool. Let me guess. Don't be a bitch is your big thing. Oh, God. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. He's kidding, but he's being serious. I mean, he's not wrong. <sighs> um, yeah, both what Alex and Lucas have said so far is correct, but I feel like that's also kind of the materialistic idea of what this, our society wants us to be. Um, for me, personally, I feel like being a man is nothing but being a good person. Nothing being a good person. <laughs> Speak in front of the damn mic. It's nothing but being a good person. Um, you, there's, you have to have compassion. Um, you have to be willing to listen to people's problems. Um, you just gotta, you, you gotta be a loving person. Caring, of course. Um, you gotta be. Oh well, on the other side, you have to be logical. You have to be a little stoic. You gotta keep your cool. Uh, in in certain situations, and you know I've you know as I've de- you know, developed into the man that I I am, it's it's kind of helped me realize that I'm not just a man here. I'm I'm like I'm a meat bag. <laughs> I'm a soul, but I'm a meat bag. You know what I'm saying? I just so happen to be of the biological male. I have a you know perspective from a biological male's perspective, so. It's just, uh, you know, treat people with kindness. Um, if people, you know, be a safe space. Um, and also be willing to... Uh, how, how do I want to say this? How do I want to say this? How do I want to say this? Allow yourself to be vulnerable? Yes, that's exactly it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's exactly it. That's exactly it. Allow yourself to be vulnerable. I do want to give a quick shout out to my girlfriend, Aww. Elise, because she's like even. Aww, even There's no all button yet. Aww. Aww. Well, we'll give you this one. Yeah. Even through like, because I feel like over these past couple of years, I've definitely developed more so in a man, and she's been there to really. I don't want to necessarily just say like help me, but yeah, she's been there to help me and kind of give me a better perspective from women's side, woman's side. Even though I, I have a decent amount of women woman friends and I've dealt with bullshit, but now I'm seeing it from a perspective a 
of like somebody that I care about deeply mm-hmm. and it's like okay I can't be too overbearing but I also still want to protect you with my life so yeah yeah the other respect Jeff yeah uh yeah so the fitness is off man um I can't you know say what it means to be a man, but what I can say is what I want for me personally. I can't tell you what to do, but type of I can. <laughs> Don't be a bitch. Uh, what? I ain't gonna tell you what to do, bro. You, you and your own man figure it out. But take this, you know, with a grain of salt. And if you agree with it, go ahead. But the type of dude I want to be, man, is for to be approachable. I want people to come to me and feel comfortable to just say what's up. Because I've gotten that before, uh, especially from some of my women friends and my ex-girlfriend was that I seemed unapproachable just because of how stoic I can look. But once they got to know me, like, oh, you like cool as hell, you funny. Oh, God, boy. What? You funny, but <laughs> but also, you know, just you be funny. aware of your presence. So <laughs> approachable, you know, have people feel comfortable around you. Um being, you know, like Alex said, being a man of your word in the sense of when you a dude, people take your word for like gospel almost. Like if you say something, stand on it. Stand on it, but be humble enough that someone comes with logic that can counteract what you think. Be humble enough to be like, you know what, I'm going to take that into consideration. One million percent. You know, don't be so closed-minded because I'm a man, I got to think that. Nah, if they come with something like, you know, I never thought about it like That's that. That's a good idea. Take into consideration. All three of these men here will tell you that when they have conversations with me, it makes them think differently than how they thought before. Am I right or am I wrong on that? Absolutely. You're all right. I'm afraid if I say yes, I'm going to boost your ego and ruin that humble. So I'm going to say no. <laughs> I don't so I'm going to say no. I'm going to say, you know what? I, I, I don't really think, I think exactly the same. <laughs> I'm identical. Mirror image. <laughs> Be humble also. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Uh, we do have a lot of critical thinking in these conversations. We Absolutely. do. There's a lot. Like of I said, there's, there's so yeah. much, and we need to get yeah. to unpack everything. But That's what do, After Hours is for. We do hope that with with more conversations like this, you continue to to think mm-hmm. and be open to more conversations. And and just all around, just we need men to do better. Yes. And I think that's something we can all agree with. And we'll we'll close off with that. So, And as a final send-off... One last thing as a PSA, because we've said a lot of call to actions, a lot of everything. Don't be a bitch. And something Max said that made me think about it is it is important, like masculinity is important to be, you know, be vulnerable, be emotional, because people expect you not to be. But here's the thing. People will try to knock you down for being vulnerable. They'll try to put you on this pedestal that you're supposed to be strong and unfeeling. So in doing so, in doing that part for you to be vulnerable, Find a group of people that you can be vulnerable with mm. and then explore that aspect of your masculinity. Take time getting there, though. Don't just spill it off rip. Take your time with it. Really get to know these people. And then when you feel comfortable enough, go ahead and be vulnerable. Yes, for sure. All right, y'all. Well, as always, we thank y'all for tuning into another episode with your boys, the Squares, Four Square. We appreciate y'all rocking with us as always. Make sure y'all continue to share, like, 
Subscribe to all of our videos. Share it with your sneaky links and entanglements. With your sneaky always. links and entanglements. Share, share. Honestly, real, real shit directly. Share, share, share this with other men. Share with other men brothers, that that need to hear this. Your brothers, nephews, your parents, your cousins. nephews, cousins, everybody. Like, share, share this with the people because we need more open dialogue with this. Because with more conversations and more call to actions with these, we can do a lot better. And our world will be a lot better and a lot safer. Share this with your male sneaky links and male entanglements as well. Exactly, if you got them. So, um, and then talk about why you deserve more in your life. <laughs> On that note, you deserve love. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Luffy. Appreciate you, Luffy, for being a guest on the show. What are we? Now get back <laughs> to your ship. Now get back to your ship and continue to sail the salmon seas. You really need to watch Bye. One Piece. All right, y'all. Giddy up. You really should not watch One Piece. Please watch One Piece for the love of all that. My whole life, I kept on waiting for shit. Had to learn to go get it myself. Yeah. I get this shit by myself. Yeah. I make a way for myself. Yeah. I said you got a new dude and that's cool, but I promise we fuck I won't tell. Yeah, know that you miss it, I tell. Because you still hit up myself. So just let us out of ourselves. Cause I think I'm losing brain cells, cause you're toxic, so toxic, so want you myself. Wanted that girl for some years now. Now she unbuckled my belt. And see that she like how I felt. I'm on a mission, no, I cannot fail.